We're so glad you're with us today on, as you've heard, maybe you've guessed by now, as you can see on the screen, what's called Back to School Sunday. If you're new here, my name is Morgan. I'm a lead pastor here. So glad that you're here. I know we've got a number of guests in town visiting family on a holiday weekend. And so what you're about to, to hear and see next is sort of our way of, of re-upping every year. We do something like this. We re-up our Annie. We push, in a sense, all our chips right to the middle of the table and say, we're going to be about this. We're going to be about the next generation. The psalmist says that God, one generation, this is David's vision, one generation would commend your works to another. Right. And so if you're here and you're saying, man, is there, is there going to be a message? Yes, it's going to be the lives of the people that you see. Uh, Paul says, he writes in 2 Corinthians, I believe, 3, and he says to those people, he says, you are our letter. You're our message. People's lives are our message. And so today what you're going to hear uh, is you know, a number of things. You're going to hear from, uh, uh, from our M kids all the way up through Every Nation campus. You're going to hear uh, some of the ways that we shape our children's theology. This is something called the Westminster Catechism, done it in years past, bringing it back in a new way. And hear a story of a young young boy who gave his life to Christ. Uh, right there in M Kids, you're going to hear about uh, young people, middle school, high school students, lives totally changed because of what they experienced this past summer just a few weeks ago. And you'll hear about stories of what we're doing on the college campus, about young people finding family and home right there in the university setting. And in a lot of ways, it's all because of who we are together believing in it and making it happen. So we're about far more than a day. If you're new, we're about touching the city, being a part of a global community, being a blessing in our community. And we'll get to that part here before we're done. But today, right now, we're saying, even though we're more than today, we're not less than either. We're about what you're about to see right now. So, all right, you guys ready? Here we go. All right, get, get back, strap into that seat. Hope you got your popcorn. Maybe no popcorn. That's all right. You got your coffee. You got your chai tea. Some of you got both, I see, or, you know, maybe something else too uh, uh, on your way in. But anyway, here we go. 2018, back to school. Did you know that the average attention span is about eight seconds? Do you know how much we can do with eight seconds? This, this group, they just, they track information differently. Um, probably because of YouTube and just the instant digital information that they get that's at their fingertips. They just, they want to process so quickly. And so when their minds are that busy, sometimes you have to get them to focus to be still. 98% of them own a smartphone. Do you know what we can do with these things? It's a great tool to be able to have um, access to students um, throughout the week. Um, it's also a tool that we use on Sunday mornings when we're having them text in responses to questions that they may not verbally want to share. It can be a barrier because what, what you're sharing with them, they've got to recognize is more valuable or just as valuable as what they could discover for themselves. They are online for 10 hours a day. We're not just playing, we're also learning. I think a lot of what they do is investigate what's going on. Um, they're, they're looking for answers. They are testing what they've been told. Um, they are questioning what their friends believe, what they believe what those that are in their, their inner circles believe. They're very culturally aware and having so much information that they can grab onto 
it definitely makes them extremely intelligent and knowing how to interact with each other smarter about that. 82% of churchgoers find church relevant to their life. I think I'm starting to get it. Um, an amazing win is when they walk away with the word for themselves. Um, when they get to go into the lesson and they hear something that actually ministered to them that they didn't expect to. When when you see the other other shoe drop um, in in their mind, in their in their faith, and how they talk about God and how they talk about what they desire, that when you see that hunger, when I see that hunger grow, that that that's the win for me. Sixty percent of this generation wants to change the world for good. We live here too. What would what would the world look like if all of these children knew Jesus? If they all are completely in for Jesus, how different would our world be? Hello, good morning, class. I am so excited to see each and every one of your bright and shining faces this morning. Now, in case you don't remember, I'm Miss Vanessa, your children's director. Thank you. And I am so excited to be with you today. Me and Miss Connie are going to teach you guys a new song. Can you guys say hi, Miss Connie? Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so this new song that we're going to sing, you're actually going to help, okay? So we're going to practice right now. When I point to you, you're going to answer with the easiest answer ever, God, okay? I think we can do this. Ready? God. 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 Good job. I think we got it. Hit it, Miss Connie. Let's do it. Today, I want to talk to you about one of those questions, the why question. So why did God make you in all things? For his own glory. Yes, good job, friends. Good listening ears. Yes, for his own glory. So let's talk about that for a minute. What does that mean? Well, the Bible tells us that we are made in God's image. So Miss Connie, do you think you could help me with something? It would be my pleasure. Yes. Okay. Miss Connie, can you hold this mirror for me? Yes. Okay. When you look into the mirror, what do you see? A reflection of myself. Yes. Mm. Your image, if you Ooh, will. My image, yes. Your image. Okay. Now flip it around. Now, what do you see if you look in? If I look this way? Yeah. I would see a reflection of what's in front of me. Yeah. You would reflect what's outside of yourself or beyond yourself. 
So if we are made in God's image, then we need to reflect God out to the world at all times. So let's talk about that for a minute. How do we show God's image? How do we show his image to the world? Do we really, do we look like God physically? Have the same hair color? No. At least not that we can really know. The Bible doesn't really tell us what he looks like. But let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel sad? Yes. Do you ever feel angry? Yes. Does God ever feel sad? Does he ever feel angry? Yeah. Do you ever feel joy? Love? Does God ever feel joy? Love? That's right. The Bible tells us that God is love. So if we are reflecting him out to the world, then one way we can do that is by showing the world his love. And even what's amazing is that even in your, in your largest, grandest, loving moment, in your biggest gesture, you're only showing the world a fraction of what God can do. So at this point, <laughs> I just wanted to welcome you, and um, I just wanted to tell you that that's a little bit of what you can experience in your children's classroom on a Sunday morning. We get to introduce them to theology through songs like you just heard in the Westminster Catechism. We also get to shape their worldview through object lessons like what you just saw, and we're drawing their hearts into worship week in and week out. Okay. So thank you, Miss Connie. I appreciate you. <laughs> okay, so I would like to invite up two of our parents and MKids. They had a testimony that they wanted to share with you today. Two of our amazing teachers, Kat and Tony Dominguez. So Kat and Tony have two kids back in M Kids, and one of them had an encounter with God that actually made a lasting impression on them throughout the week. Yep, Can you tell sure. us about that? Yes. Um, we have a five-year-old daughter. Her name is Maya, and um, she's definitely been learning things in Sunday school, bringing them home and using them all the time, and this is one of our favorite examples. Um, we were going back and forth about cleaning your room and watching television right now. And I think she must have wanted to get her point across because she finally says, Mom, remember how God sent the flood to kill everybody? <laughs> Which I realize is not the exact lesson you taught her, but that's just yeah. my kid being super literal about it. Um, and so I said, yes. And she said, well, then remember how he promised he would never do it again. And he put a rainbow in the sky so we would remember him or remember the promise. Mm -hmm. And I said, yes. And she says, I promise to clean my room as soon as this show is done. And I put a rainbow over that promise. <laughs> You guys taught her well. That's some good learning. She's smooth. <laughs> she, yes, she's learning and using what she's learning in those little moments every day, which, I mean, she got her way that time, and <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but thank you, I mean, really for everything y'all do every single week, because that's like our dream for us, is that she will learn the truth of the Bible mm -hmm. and take it home with her, so. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, another teacher that I wanted to tell you guys about today is Holly Linders, and she is back in MKids 
every week, and she actually had a testimony that she wanted me to share with you today. So I'm going to get out my phone, but I promise I'm not texting, just reading to you. Elementary-aged kids are the best. They're fun. They think you're cool, and you never know what they're going to say. I've been involved in kids' ministry for years, but until recently, I viewed it as a time for me to serve and them to receive. I had the opportunity to travel for missions in Uganda last July. The week before my departure, I was asked to teach a Sunday morning kindergarten class. I drove to church feeling preoccupied with the tasks on my pre-travel to-do list. But during the lesson video, I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to pay attention. The main character was talking about wanting to lead others to Jesus, but not knowing how. He did something he thought was insignificant, and God used it to bring someone he had never met to salvation. Sure, it was a lesson for the kids, but it was exactly what my heart needed to hear that day. God asked me to go to Uganda, and my part was to obey. He would iron out the details and move in ways that I couldn't ask for or imagine. I walked into MKids that Sunday ready to serve, but left so thankful to be the one to receive. So something else about Holly is that she actually ran one of our groups at VBS this year, our pre-K group. And during our theme, our theme for VBS this year was Be Willing. So Holly received that word of be willing, and she took it with her all the way to Uganda. And also during that week, her son Jackson took that word and responded on Tuesday of VBS week by committing his life to Jesus. Yeah. So to give you a little bit of an idea of what Jackson and all of our other kids experienced at VBS this year, we've got a video for you. Searching, your love was never far. You made a way to get to me. You were the whisper leading me to your heart. Forever I belong to you. As you can see, VBS is a lot of fun, and we do a lot of good things in it. And one of the things we do is we draw our kids deeper into faith through that whole week, every day. 
I just want to take a moment at this time. So I see so many of my teachers out here, and M kids would not be able to run without all of you. So thank you so much. Okay. So one of the best things we can do in M kids is also to prepare them for what's coming next. I just want to take a quick minute and say, man, y'all have some amazing dance moves. I know some of y'all took those into worship. That's okay. You can, you can do that. Y'all look real good doing it. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. My name is Wendell Williams. I serve as the student ministries pastor here. Thank you. Thank you. And I get to, along with our, several of our team members here, get to, to serve the families of some of the most fascinating human beings on the planet, and that is 6th through 12th graders. Um, what we get to do here at Mosaic is create space for them to know that they belong from day one, that they, they don't have to become something to try and fit in at church. There's enough areas in their lives where they're trying to fit in, but, but here they belong from day one, and we want them to know that so that they then share that with their friends and invite their friends here so that they eventually can become and come to know Jesus and that those students, our students, play a role in them getting to know Jesus, which is one of the, if not the largest decisions that they're going to make in the rest, for the rest of their lives. And you all play such a, a big role in that. Um, this summer, we took 80 students to Luters, Texas to go to Every Nation Youth Camp and in just a few minutes, you're going you're gonna to hear from some of those students, three students, and that's Jonah, Cameron, and Tatiana. And those are just some of the testimonies that, that were captured at, at camp. But this, what I want you to know is in the videos, they're going to reference some things that happened specifically at camp. And one of those things is uh, a white flag moment. And in that white flag moment, what they did was take a piece of a flag and write down something that they were surrendering, surrendering to God. And they took that piece, held it up at a, in a moment of worship, and then let it go. 
as, as symbolizing them releasing that thing and trusting God for what he's doing in their lives. And so you're going to hear a little bit about that. There are some of them referenced last night or yesterday, and that, that's what they're talking about is camp. I've been going to church my entire life. Like my, my family had been going, my parents have been going to church and their parents. And I've been raised up in like a really Christian and like bubble almost. For me, it was more like just the grind of going to church every Sunday and then going to this youth group every Wednesday or so and hanging out with people and I never really mentioned it to anyone and it was just something that, it was, it was another thing I did on the weekend. And when I came to camp with this new church I came to, Mosaic, um, it just changed a lot of things in perspective because I saw so much more and I saw everybody being themselves and not caring whether or not anyone else knew whether or not they're Christian. And that really touched me like, oh, that's something I could be. And that really pushed me forward to trying to strengthen my relationship with God and Jesus and change, I, not really changing who I am, but accepting who I am. Um, about five years ago, I had some family troubles and I fell away from the church. I stopped going. I kind of lost all belief. But yesterday, I, for the first time in about five years, I prayed to God again. And I, I knew for a fact that he's not going to leave. As much as I thought that he w wasn't there, he's always been there. He's always been by me through the hardest times and the best times. Growing up, life was really hard for me, mostly for the fact that I've been moving place to place. I grew up in Haiti, and it's really hard over there. And I lived with my dad, and uh, around when I was seven, I had moved to the United States with my mom. And ever since I came to the United States, I just, I really didn't know who I was. Last night, when we had a white flags, I had put two things, my life and my self-image. Because growing up, I've always been teased how black I was, and um, that really hurts. And um, sorry. Being dark has really been a struggle for me because it's not like I asked to be this color, but as it says in the Bible, God created us in his own image, and I do believe that, but it's just the fact that I don't see why somebody would just ask me that question because it just hurts really bad. And the moment I let go of the flag, I just felt disrelieved. I just felt free. and. Um, from now on, I'm gonna. I'm not really gonna worry about what other people say. I'm just gonna start living for God and not to please others. Amen. Amen. Our our students are trusting and believing God for some big things, and they're continuing to to grow and mature in their faith. And all of you, again, play a large role in that. You help launch the Mosaic Student Center which is where we have a, a service for middle school students specifically during first service every single Sunday. 
Then we also have a student service during third service for middle school and high school students that take place right across the street in the Mosaic Student Center. And so if, if you have a middle school student or you're a high school student that's in the room and you're on the fence about showing up and going there because you're like, oh, yeah, are we just playing games? Are we just having fun? No, we're, we're challenging students. We're having real conversations. And a lot of times, you know, and then I'm, I'm going to stop, but <laughs> there's a lot of multi-platinum artists that are having conversations with our students about topics that uh, I'm going to stop, but we, we can have those conversations here in a safe place where they, where they know that we believe in them, we're with them, we're for them, and we can wrestle with that stuff. And so if you are a middle school or high school boy, we have a, a one night coming up on September 28th, um, and that's going to be an opportunity for, for you to come test it out if you've never been before to a, a student service. If you are a, a middle school or high school boy and you're like, man, I, I, don't, I just don't know about going to that type of thing or being a part of that, that group, come, come and check it out. Come spend some time with us, talk to us, get to know us, get to know our, our students. They, they won't bite. They're a great group, um, and, and, and I love them. And in, in spending time with these students, one of, of all the things we get to do, one of the most important things we get to do is help prepare them for what comes next. People are gold. People are valuable. And the reason that they are is because they're made in the image of God. You know, it's good to just be a people that wrestles through the beliefs people have. In order to see the kingdom expanded, we're going to have to make sacrifices. It allows people to know that they're valued. We're not going to just have this morality that's based on the world. We are innately designed to love God and to love people. How are we doing, Mosaic? Yeah, y'all looking good today. My name is Barnabas, one of the pastors here at Mosaic. I'm actually standing in for Shadrick Bell, who is our campus ministry pastor here. Uh, he is the taller, more handsome version of me. I know that's hard to believe. Uh, but uh, he actually injured his, his, his leg, ironically enough, doing, helping with an outreach on the college campus, literally like just over a week before we had this special service. And so for that reason, he's unable to be here today. So I am standing in for him to, 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 to give you guys a little bit of information uh, about our efforts of, of reaching students on the college campus. So, so, so why, why do we do campus ministry? I mean, there's, there's many reasons why we, we would do and should do campus ministry. One of perhaps the, the most important reasons is, is that for many people who, who come to, to Christ from a statistical perspective, over 90% of those make that decision before the age of 25. And so when you, when you, when you think about that, it's, it's, it's on, the, on the college campus, what this means is that, that this is a lot of times the last place where people will consider the claims of Jesus. And simultaneously, as they're making these final decisions for or against Christ, they're being taught that God doesn't exist. And, 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 that, and that all these truths are, are, are really relative. And so, so the reality is that we, we do campus ministry because, because Jesus loves these students, and so do we. And so we do this through the vehicle of Every Nation Campus, or what many of us refer to as ENC. And so Every Nation Campus is, is unique, and it, it maintains a, an, an outreach focus or face towards the campus, while, while at the same time maintaining an intentional connection to the local church. 
So Mosaic is proud to be the partnering church with Every Nation Campus. We, we have a presence on multiple campuses in the Austin area, uh, those being uh, the University of Texas, uh, St. Edward. There you go. You're excited about that. You can cheer. This is a safe place to cheer. Uh, St. Edward's University, Houston Tillerson, and Concordia as well. And so God is doing amazing things on these college campuses. And we get an opportunity to be, be, be part of that. And so our, our, our hope is to, to help you get a glimpse of how much God loves the college campus and how we do too. And so I want to give you a glimpse of, of what God's doing there. And by doing so, I'd like to invite Takiya and Nicole to the stage. And you can clap for them. Takiya is one of our missionaries at the University of Texas. And, and, and Nicole is one of our students, part of our chapter of ENC there. So I'm going to hand it over to them. Thank you, B. Like Barnabas said, I am a missionary on University of Texas. No, as you supposed to say, hook them. So, and I'm also going to be um, on Concordia campus, go Tornadoes. So, uh, yes, hook them and Tornadoes. They work together at some point. Uh, so right here is Nicole. Nicole has been with me since her freshman year in college. So, yes, it's been a long time, yes. Um, so, Nicole, tell people where you're from. I'm from Houston, Texas. We got some Houstonites in this room, right? Yeah. Houstonians. Oh. <laughs> I'm an Austinite now. So, Nicole, what are you majoring in? Uh, human development and family sciences. <sighs> yeah, she's going to be our doctor, but she loves Jesus, so that's a good thing, right? All right. Um, also, tell everybody what year you are. I am a senior. Oh. The awesome opportunity to walk with Nicole from her freshman year to her senior year. But Nicole's going to tell you how she actually got connected with Every Nation Campus. How did you get connected with Every Nation Campus, Nicole? Um, my freshman year, one of my friends, um, Joanne, invited me to a campus night. And so I met, and I met some really, like, warm and open people. And then Takia invited me to lunch one day. And from there, she started discipling me, and then I got more involved, and now I'm a leader. Yes. So all that partner. Feed them lunch, get a disciple. We'll show up. So, we'll show up. It's a, it's a possibility. So, also, Nicole, you share how you got connected to ENC, but can you share with uh, Mosaic family, how has Every Nation Campus family, family impacted your life? Honestly, ENC has been like a family to me. I've been able to do so many things that I thought I'd never get to do. I've been on mission trips. I've been able to disciple my friends. I've learned how to be a servant, just like so many great things that I don't think I've been able to experience. And I have a great community of people that live life with me, like walk out with me, and we're just on mission together to see Christ reach the campus. Awesome. So thank you guys for partnering with us to do what we get to do, and this is just a small example of how we get to do it. So thank you. Feed them and lead them. Feed them and lead them. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dakia and Nicole, for, for sharing your story about what God's doing on, on the campus. And there's, there's so many opportunities that we have to, to, to allow the students to engage God in powerful ways. One, one, one that we did this past year was actually the, the ENC conference. So we actually got an opportunity to host that right here in our own house here in Austin. And this was an opportunity for, for, for students to encounter God in a powerful way. And so we just want you to get a glimpse of, of, of what our students, the life of being a student is. Maybe you will remember from back in the day when you were in college. But this is, if you direct your attention to the screens in front of you, you'll get a chance to see what it's like to be a student.
God doesn't speak to you based on where you are. He speaks to you based on where he's called you to be. He wants you to be an answer. You're meant to be salt and light in a dark and broken world. The thing is, he's calling. He's calling. He is calling. Will you answer? were made for God. You were made by him. You were made for him and your joy, your soul's satisfaction will never be found but in connection to him. Even if I believe something is worth less than it is, that doesn't change its true value. And I don't know what the world has told you that you're worth, but I know that whatever the world has told you you're worth, it's far less than you're really worth to God. To come back into the heart of God is to come back into the environment your soul was made to swim in. But I want you to hear today, God's got a big mission for you. I'd like to go on mission, not for God, but with God. And maybe the season of life you're in right now is not about you having a bigger platform, but, but God taking your little platform and have a bigger impact. get back to your campus on Monday, look and see where God is already working. And how can you join in making his name famous? Yeah.